0: what is up guys and it is jacob from quad hunting welcome to the first edition of jacob talks to girls this podcast is just gonna be about me talking to some of my friends and we have a lot of interesting things we like to talk about as you're gonna see in today's episode when we talk to the beautiful miss alex kelly a good friend of mine for the last three years she is a former contestant in the miss usa pageants So she's going to talk about her experiences in that. She's going to talk about the 2018 Miss USA pageant that took place this last week. Talk about her thoughts on it. How she knew the girl that was competing this year for Miss Michigan. And much, much more as we dive into a bunch of different things with Miss Kelly. Then moving forward from this, we are also going to be talking to a couple of different other girls to get their thoughts and stuff on different things that they enjoy. This is all about them, not about me. This is just an avenue where we get to talk to each other, and these are all wonderful, wonderful girls. Make sure you follow them. At the end of the episode, I will leave every time, I will leave their uh, social media stuff to make sure you know to go follow them on all their various forms of social media. And we're going to go ahead and we're going to get into the interview with... Alex, so enjoy. All right, and now I am joined by our lovely guest this week for the first guest on the podcast, Miss Alex Kelly.
1: Hello, it's me. It's me, Alex.
0: (laughs) I wanted to have... Alex be the first person on the show for I'm pretty
1: cool.
0: Yeah, I mean, we've always we've done a couple of collab things in the past. Yep. Never did the one that we really wanted to do though. I know. <laughs> we never somehow just never worked it out while we were all at a Grand Valley, so but No. Speaking of Grand Valley, Miss Alex oh. is a graduate.
1: Yeah, oh, it feels Grand really Valley weird. Now. So weird. So weird.
0: How Doesn't is the uh, the the a real adult life now?
1: The same, <laughs> the same. Just at home, <laughs> it's the same. Besides, I don't have homework to do, so that's always nice. But I feel the same. I don't know. It feels weird, but at the same time, it's like the exact same. I don't know. It hasn't really hit me that I'm never going back to school because it just feels like I'm in summer break. Summer break, which I am, but like it feels like I'm coming back to Grand Valley in the fall. So I'm take some getting used to.
0: It'll definitely take some getting used to because I've known you now for the last three years. Right. And we've had, like, I don't even know how many classes together we've had. Jeez, so many. But we both have the same, well, you have the degree. I'm working on getting that degree.
1: Yes, Rocco. Come on, go outside, buddy. Rocco's a noisy boy. There you go, bud. He's a crazy boy. He's a crazy boy.
0: Oh. So, but like I was saying, we both I'm working for the degree, you have the degree. And yep. what got you in? What made you want to do multimedia journalism or broadcasting as some other schools have it?
1: Honestly, like ever since I was young, I've liked, I don't know, I've just kind of liked talking about subjects. I know that sounds weird, but I, I liked being informed on things and like informing other people on things. And I've always liked being like on stage and in front of the camera because I don't know, I've always been a performer. And so doing like broadcasting and anchoring kind of like interested me and then when I came to Grand Valley I was actually a geology major so that was the first thing and then I took a news class with Eric Harvey and because I just wanted to dabble and see like what it was about because they changed it from broadcasting to multimedia journalism and I've always loved anchoring and editing and I've always wanted to like do a podcast and just do radio stuff and so I don't know I just kind of went from geology to realizing that I wanted to do broadcasting that I wanted to do radio that I wanted to like actually do stuff that i don't know i just i became a good writer in high school and it kind of just transformed into into stuff i wanted to do so that's how it came about how about you
0: well i started off with uh i was going to school to be an engineer oh huh. i that was pretty much it like i had no idea what i wanted to go to school for so i just figured i'll go to school for what my dad does right and that'll that'll just be it And then my senior year of high school, I was set to graduate early in the, Mm -hmm. uh, I was going to be able to graduate after the first trimester because we were in trimesters, not semesters. Oh,
1: it sounds like a pregnancy.
0: Yes, I know. That's what everyone says. So (laughs) we got, but I was also on the track team. And so to be, to do track, I had to be a student. So I couldn't graduate early if I wanted to do track. So I just filled oh. the rest of my schedule with just a bunch of fluff classes is what I thought. Right. And one of those classes was journalism. And so I took it. And the professor, not, well, teacher. In high school, they're teachers, not professors.
1: I know. Isn't that weird? Tra- that is weird. Transforming, like, from one to the other was really hard.
0: And so he read some of my articles and said, wow, you're a pretty good writer. Would you want to be on the newspaper next year? And I was like, well, I'm graduating. <laughs> And so he goes, well, you're really good at this. This is something, if you haven't thought about it, this is something you should try to go in for. And so the rest of this uh, trimester, I'd never, like, wrote an actual assignment. Mm-hmm. I would write my own articles, and then he would just take those and grade them based on everyone else's assignments. Like, I just turned them in as assignments. Right. And so he was really lenient, and he's the one that really got me into it and pushed me towards, pushed me towards it. So then I started looking, and... Eventually, a couple years later, after taking some time off from school, I ended up at Grand Valley. Ta-da! And yeah, now I'm here with On Podcast. Yeah, exactly. Cast. Yep. All led up to now. So, you talked about performing. Yeah. That's something we're going to talk about because a- Alex is a former pageant contestant.
1: And about to be again in the fall.
0: You are going to go do it again. Yes, I didn't I even ate. know this.
1: Yep. Happening again. She out here. So, me.
0: you last night, your Snapchat, as I follow you on Snapchat, was all about Miss America. Miss, Miss USA, USA. Miss USA, <laughs> that's what I meant. I get wrong every time, and you correct me. But, yep, it was about the Miss USA pageant, and yep. so, I'm curious. Now you were telling everyone to vote for Miss Michigan. Did you actually compete against her when you, back when you would compete?
1: Yep. Oh yeah. Every year. And she's just, I just love her. She's just a sweetheart and seeing her make top 15 on like the Miss USA live, like, you know, on Fox was just a whole other thing. It was so incredible. So turns out the fan votes don't even matter apparently. My friend, I was at a Miss USA watch party last night because my I mean, you know, I have a bunch of pageant friends and my friend Krista was at Miss USA last year. So she held the watch party this year. And of course, she knows all the deets, you know. So um, she said that they make all the judges sign a form saying that even if someone like even if the fan vote is the highest for one contestant, the Miss Universe organization can just like debunk it and say, oh, we don't want her in the top. So they could really the fan votes don't even matter. Interesting. Yeah, I found that out, and I was like, oh, well, I mean, I, I still had everyone vote for her, I guess. But <laughs> her name is Liz, and she went to my high school, and she danced, and I danced, and she's just amazing. So when she made Top 15, I about passed out.
0: And so it's this is someone you've known for a while. Yep. So when did you start competing?
1: Oh. I was 15, so I'm going on my seventh year. And oh. So
0: now, for people that don't know, there are a bunch of different levels for the Miss, <laughs> the Miss whatever pageants. Because there's Miss USA, mm-hmm. Miss Michigan pageants, and then even yep, inside, America. yeah, and even inside Miss Michigan pageants,
1: there's like smaller ones. Yeah. Exactly,
0: and so mm-hmm. you held the title at one point.
1: I did. I did. I did. So with Miss America, so I don't do Miss America, but with Miss America, you have to win a preliminary pageant, which is like a smaller pageant to compete in the state pageant for the Miss Universe organization. So Miss Universe owns Miss USA. So they're under the same umbrella, okay. um, but so, for the Miss Universe organization to compete at a state pageant, you don't have to win a preliminary, but when you win a preliminary, like I did, um, it helps you towards a state pageant, like you can get free training or you can get money towards the state pageant. And so I had done a preliminary pageant. And again, you can, you can literally compete at Miss Michigan USA without winning anything before, Um, which is great because it gives everybody the opportunity to, to, to be able to do that, which I think is amazing. Um, But I had won Miss Blue Lakes USA, which was so much fun cuz then i got like free headshots and free training and some money towards the state pageant so it goes like preliminary if you which is optional that it goes state so usually like anywhere between like 60 to 100 girls compete at state um, and it goes like that There's like a preliminary night and then there's a final night. So, prelim day, you do interview and then you do the onstage stuff, which is like bathing suit and evening gown. And then the next day, they announce the top 15 and then it goes top 15 to top 5. Top 5 do. It's like Miss USA. So, you win the state. If you win the state pageant, then you go to Miss USA. And so. Oh, sorry. Go
0: ahead. No, it was just the first time hearing that you were had competed in pageants because I remember we had a class together with what we call fam or squad
1: because uh-huh. we
0: all became pretty good friends out of that class, oh, and yeah. you told us that you competed, and I had a hard time picturing how the girl who came in every day, every class for the six to nine, in sweatpants and a <laughs> ponytail,
1: and glasses, and, and just glasses. like chilling.
0: But then everyone stalked you on Facebook and Instagram, and we were like, "Damn, okay, yeah, we see it."
1: It's a transformation.
0: <laughs> it's a transformation for sure, but no talk we don't about anyone can do it. talk about the process and like what it takes, how long oh. it takes for you to go from being normal Alex, which you still you put a lot of work into your normal presentation.
1: I don't know, you know, skincare at least.
0: But going, But going from normal Alex to competing Alex.
1: Man, you know, I need to work out. Because <laughs> you're on stage in a bathing suit, and they don't... The thing is, is, they don't want you to be skinny. You don't have to be skinny to compete. They just want you to be fit. Like, you know, like... Healthy. Right, exactly. So you don't have to be this twig, you know what I mean? You know, like, the Miss USA who just won last night, she's not your typical five... Six, like 5'8 5'9 5'10 who weighs like really light and is super tall and super skinny she was she's not like that because that's not exactly what they're looking for they're looking for a girl who's healthy and personable and wants to change the world and And so for that, basically, you just need to make sure you're, like, working out. You don't necessarily have to eat healthy as long as you're working out and kind of staying fit. Um, And then, of course, like, hair, makeup, you really have to prepare, like, finding the right bathing suit, finding the right evening gown, kind of saving up money and getting sponsors, just kind of, I guess, just being – it's like you don't want to be – you want to be your best self, but at the same time, you don't want to be different with the crown on and with the crown off. You want to be your best self all the time. So I guess it's just just knowing, like, having that self-worth and just – and being confident and and it really helps with confidence in general and it really helps with public speaking but i guess on a daily thing like when the day of the competition starts like you have to get a lot of sleep the night before you have to like get up really early do your hair and makeup miss go into rehearsal right away teen go into interview right away so thankfully we don't have to be like completely ready but we rehearse all day like for the whole weekend and I don't know it's, it's pretty intense but at the same time it's kind of like a girl's getaway like you make such good friends and you meet the most amazing people and you have the most amazing experiences so it's always worth it whether you place or not or whether you win or not that's why I've been doing it for so long you know it's such a great experience
0: now you talked about miss and the teen pageants what are the mm-hmm. differences between the two
1: just age just
0: while,
1: age I did teen for a while I did teen for three years and then I went to miss, but when I was in teen, there was no difference, just age and teen. They were looking for more, obviously like teen miss. They're obviously looking for like older miss, like more mature, but now the difference is, is miss doesn't do swim or teen doesn't do swimwear. They do active wear now. So like leggings or shorts and like a tank top or a sports bra. Miss always does bathing suit teen used to do bathing suit and now they do just workout attire and tennis shoes for like their active wear but then they do evening gown too so there's really not a huge
0: difference well i could see why they decided not to have teenagers mm-hmm. trotting out in bikinis anymore
1: uh-huh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now, what
0: is i know i i know kind of the answer because i've known you for so long but right. what is the diff, What what is like the one big thing that irritates you when people start talking about the pageants
1: they think that they think, first of all, they think it's all about you have to a conformity. You know, you have to fit this certain standard to do it, which is totally wrong. But I think the biggest irritate like the the biggest irritator would be everyone thinks that each pageant girl is the same, that they're stupid and they only care about their appearance and they only want to do it for the crown. It's so much different than that. It's so, so much deeper than that. And so that always irritates me. There's always this pageant girl stereotype, like, oh, like ditzy and annoying, and no, 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 no. But oh my gosh, there have been. I mean, the girl who just won Miss Teen USA, she's going to an Ivy League school. She's insanely smart. She started her own organization. Um, The one, the girl who just won Miss USA, she like works in a hospital. She's super smart. So it's just like people very much underestimate pageant girls.
0: They, they look. They look at them more like supermodels and people who mm-hmm. get by on their looks, where versus right. where. I mean, obviously, you have a degree. The girl right. who won teen is going to an Ivy League school. Mm-hmm. Where in the past it may have been that situation, and that that's a little bit. But it's starting to change, and you can see that change happening.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: With all these degrees and
1: yeah,
0: bright futures.
1: Yeah, because so... Trump, when Trump owned the organization, because he owned Miss Universe, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: he owned the Miss Universe organization. And for him, I mean, there's still judges, you know what I mean, for each, you know, pageant or whatever. But for him, it was all about the fitting a stereotype. It was like fitting, you have to look a certain way, you have to be a certain way. And it was all about kind of fitting that. Not all the time necessarily, but it was kind of like he pushed for a certain type of girl. And then when he left, a lot of people started, and IMG took over. Ooh. (laughs) The
0: lights lights went off.
1: There we go. When IMG took over, girls felt more comfortable competing, and then that's kind of when things started to change, you know? Girls with different everything started to to compete, which is what Miss Universe was really all about. But with Trump, people didn't really feel comfortable because, you know, yeah.
0: Yes, we'll try not to get political or... Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know your opinions, but... Yeah, uh-huh. So, so, you took a big break from competing. Yeah. Because yeah. you start... you When I first met you, you were still on the tail end of your pageants. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. talk about why you had to stop, if you're comfortable talking about that.
1: Yeah! Um, a lot of it was, like... Well... It's definitely expensive to compete, and that is always a huge factor because it's like you're struggling to get – I mean, it's always worth it. Don't get me wrong, and that's why I do it so often, or I have done it so often, and that's why I continue to do it um, is because it's worth it. It's oh, it's worth every penny, but it's expensive, and that's really hard. It's really hard to – Yeah, why are you barking at me, Speed? She, she's like, you have a hot dog, and I want it. You can't has it. You can't has it. Um, but a lot of it also – why are you screaming? No. Rago. My dog has autism for those of you who don't know. D- no. Don't do it. Don't bark. No, don't. no. no. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not getting any of my food. Um also another thing was my illness, you know, I know it was being like diagnosed with colitis and, and just it taking, I, I mean, my weight was fluctuating like crazy. Um, I was just really unhealthy. It was just like a whole other ordeal. Come on, come inside. Come on, get your butts inside doggos. Thank you. Um, yeah, you stay in there. Uh, <laughs> a lot of it again was just my illness. And then of course, dealing with my past and like with the whole X situation, I just wasn't, emotionally and mentally healthy and so I just needed some time to mature to get through things to save money and to even graduate because it's so much easier being home and being able to prepare it's easier being home and saving money it's easier being home and not having the a lot of stress of school too so it's a lot about maturing I guess for me mentally and emotionally
0: (laughs) yeah I'm remembering a story Um, the first time, well, not the first time, but we all knew you and we knew the situation with your illness and Mm -hmm. you texted us and told us you weren't going to be in class. Mm. Somehow (laughs) one of the kids that sat in the front row. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Also found out and told the entire class.
1: What was going on? I literally this guy had like a huge crush on me or whatever. And then when I rejected him, he started like trying to get to other girls in the class. But because you had a
0: boyfriend at the time.
1: Right. And he was trying to like study with me like in the library. And I was like, I can't. I'm going in for a colonoscopy because like I'm really ill. and I don't know what's going on. And he literally announced it to the whole class. I was like, not everybody needs to know. Like, I'm getting a camera shoved up my butt. Like, come on. He was like, oh, yeah, I know that this is happening to her. And she's this and this. I'm like, homie, I literally emailed you saying I'm getting colonoscopy. Like, chill out.
0: <laughs> that was... So- yeah, because he hit you up on your Blackboard DMs.
1: Yeah, I was like, bro! <laughs> oh For those God. of you that
0: don't know, Blackboard is a... Thing that college students use, we're kind of Mm -hmm. forced to use, but you can go to your class that you're scheduled or you're signed up for, and it'll show the entire class list of -hmm. all the people. And you have an option to email anyone on Mm -hmm. that list. And so instead of going to try to find her on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, which was what a lot of people do, (laughs) he decided he was going to try to slide into Alex's Blackboard DMs, which Mm is a move I. Even with all of my desperate experience (laughs) have never quite thought to do. Have
1: never done, yep. (laughs) No.
0: That made us laugh when you were telling us about that. Oh
1: my gosh. I was just like, homie. No. He's like People will like ask for my phone number and stuff like that, and I'm just like I, a lot of times, like, if people ask for my phone number over, like, Facebook message or email or something, I'm like, I don't give my phone number out to people, which mm-hmm. isn't true. <laughs> Obviously, I gave it to you guys. I was just like, I'm not going to deal with constant texting and stuff. It's not happening.
0: But mm. talking about that class, you know what I just realized yeah. not even, like, just a couple minutes ago when hmm. we started talking about that? Only two people in that group are still enrolled at Grand Valley.
1: Savannah and Sam?
0: Sam wasn't part of that class with um Nate, Savannah, and me.
1: Oh my gosh! Yeah, you're right.
0: Are the only two that are still out of like the seven of us? Mm Mm-hmm. Because Ashley graduated. You graduated.
1: Triano graduated, and Eric Snook like he dropped out or something.
0: Um, actually, I think nope. Luke it told me he was at GRCC now because I talked to him recently. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Mhm. Mr. Hendricks.
1: Oh my gosh! I forgot about that. Yeah. Dang! We all like. Only some of us stuck it out. Mhm. People think, people think journalism's easy. It's not. It's it is not. very.
0: It's not an easy thing. Like, and that's what always frustrated me when people would talk about it. Like, oh, you're going <laughs> into journalism. You're gonna travel. You got to write. All you got to do is write.
1: I'm like, homie, that's not it.
0: (laughs) Now it's, you have to know how to write. You have to know how to use a camera, both video Mm. and photography. You have to know how to edit both video and photography. You then have to know how to write a script and how to read a script. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of different things that go into it. You have to find your own news that happens. And
1: it's hard,
0: which is why I'm trying to build my own because I don't want to do all that. Right.
1: have to follow everybody else's stuff. Hard.
0: So, I want to talk about one story, and you should know what story this is. Oh no. (laughs) It is my favorite story (laughs) that has ever, but for you and me, that's happened with you and me in this this situation. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean, we could talk about the one, uh, the, um, it's not a seven inch picture you got. (laughs) If you want to yeah. talk about that one, or no? So Uh-oh. this was um this was at a time. What we're, we're going to talk about may contain it might have contained some underage drinking at the time. We do not <laughs> we 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 do not uh, condone that activity. We're mm-hmm. both now twenty one, so we can talk about it.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. I was already I mean, over twenty one. Right, I mean everybody underage drinks at some point, and in that moment, in the during that time, like. Honestly, like, I didn't drink a whole lot underage, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. I had never either. I, I, I had two beers before I turned 21.
1: Right. It's like I just didn't have the, I don't know, want or need to do that, you know? It wasn't, like, necessarily something I was, like, super interested in, which, and people who do it, it's totally fine. Oh, I have to burp. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> um People who do, it's not a bad thing. It just wasn't. In our, like, repertoire. Like, we just... I don't know. It's just... You know, yeah. You, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I Thank you. All right, sorry. Yeah, it Go just
0: ahead. wasn't... It wasn't what we wanted to do. Right. But one night... <laughs> but there
1: was this one time.
0: <laughs> you decided it was something you wanted to do.
1: I literally... Chugged blue raspberry burnets and chased it with a hard cider. Don't ever do that, kids.
0: Because I it was over at Ginger or Savannah. She'll be on probably in the next couple of weeks, if not next week. Right. As my co-host. And yes. We will, uh, and so we were over there, and I had brought over a. Four pack of hard cider, a little one, um, 16 ounce cans. And then it also, I also brought in uh, for community drink a Burnett's Blue Raspberry because it was really cheap. And so Alex gets there, and it was fair to say you were not in a good place emotionally at the time. No. No. Some stuff going on. Uh huh. And. You came in and asked what kind of alcohol you could drink. <laughs> and I said, "Well, I bought I brought some Burnet's and I have some hard cider if you want a can of this hard cider." And so you went and grabbed the fifth <laughs> and grabbed the can oh, and then just boy. kept drinking the fifth. You pretty much demolished the fifth. There wasn't I don't much understand left.
1: how I did that. I don't. I physically have no idea how I did that. After the first, I remember I don't remember after the first like swig. I don't remember.
0: You were definitely a lightweight that night, but you kept going. You didn't quit. I'll give you that. But oh my gosh, you were. We were all sitting in this like on the couches, and you started a story.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: And then you would told everyone in the circle how much you loved them.
1: Yep.
0: And then someone new would join the circle and the story started over again.
1: (laughs) I forgot about that.
0: And then you again told everyone in the circle how much you loved them and how much you appreciated them. And then another person would sit down and the circle, the cycle just kept repeating. I heard that I was the nicest person ever, like 10 times that night. And I was like, but everyone was like, we can't leave her alone because we don't know if she's going to be okay. Well, you ended up not being okay.
1: Yeah.
0: And Miss Nice D took you to the bathroom. Yep. And we just kind of left you in there for a little bit.
1: Yep.
0: I don't remember
1: what happened in there, but apparently I puked.
0: But then... You know, it's a party. There's more people that are getting to the same level you were at. Other Mm -hmm. people needed the bathroom. Mm
1: -hmm. And so
0: Savannah was like, okay, guys, we probably should try to get Alex home. And I was like, it's probably a good idea. Mm -hmm. And so we knocked on the door, got you out of the bathroom, and then we sat you down by the door. And we're like, Alex, you need to get your shoes on. (laughs) There was no way that was happening.
1: Absolutely none. And I don't so, even know how my shoes got back. I don't know.
0: Well, I'll get to that. So, I tried <laughs> to put your shoes on, but because they were Converse and they were so small, I could not get them on your feet.
1: Yep, it's like trying to put shoes on like a 6-month-old.
0: You just and, and plus you you were just like you couldn't get them on yourself, so you didn't want them on. You were just yeah, like, was, "I'm done."
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: <laughs> and so It's the middle of February and we're like, we have to get her back to her apartment, which luckily was like just down the road.
1: Right. It was in the same
0: apartment complex.
1: Yeah, it was super close.
0: And so I was like, it's super close. She's tiny. I'll carry her.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah.
0: So I picked you up. And like I said, you were very tiny. So it was just easy to walk down the road with you. But I stopped at one point. Because I heard you making some noises. And as I looked, luckily you turned your head away from me because you had, at first, you were laying your head up against my chest. And luckily you turned your head because then you threw up all over the shoes I had just bought that day.
1: I'm so sorry. I still feel so bad, but I still think it's so funny because there are points, you know, when you like blackout, there are certain things you remember, yep, but like very minimally. And one of the things I remember is puking while (laughs) you were holding me,
0: (laughs) but I wasn't, I wasn't even mad. I was just like, damn it. Okay.
1: (laughs) Just got to keep going.
0: Well, then I got halfway down the road and realized I didn't know what apartment was yours. So I was like, I went, Alex, what apartment is yours? And you didn't answer me. So I was like <laughs> shaking you like Alex, what's your apartment number? And finally you mumbled something and nice D was right there. And she's like, right. I don't know if she was living with you at the time. Yeah.
1: But she was just there with me. Yeah yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. And so she's like, okay, yep. I know which one she's talking about now. And so we went there and I, st- I had, I tried to stand you up because you weren't wearing any shoes and it was like 1.30 in the morning. And so I'm <laughs> knocking on your apartment door because it was locked. And I remember, I don't remember which roommate, but one of your roommates opened the door and was just like glaring that I was knocking on the door at 1.30. And I'm like, hi, um, here's Alex.
1: Yeah, just <laughs> hand her over.
0: Just make sure she's okay. <laughs> and then I went back to the party. Oh my gosh,
1: that's so funny. Oh my gosh, that night was, that was a very interesting night.
0: That was a fun night.
1: Oh my gosh, that was, that was, uh, yeah, and I had left my keys and my phone at Savannah's house, and I had to go, I had to uh, walk over there the next day.
0: Yep, I I remember you telling me that.
1: I, I had never been hungover before that. That was just awful. Even though I puked a lot, you I still was had alcohol really in your system. Yep, hung over. It was terrible. I was like distraught.
0: See, Hi, I somehow have not ever thrown up from drinking. Now that I say that, a next lot. time I drink, I'm gonna throw up.
1: Yeah, you're but, not, <laughs> the next, Yeah, you're screwed next. You just, you just screwed I
0: yourself. I just drinks myself, but um, <laughs> went to a party. Just, it was right after the school year got done, and it was, went with a couple friends, and at first it was, he was going to drive, and I was going to drink, because we had just gotten out of Avengers Infinity War.
1: Oh my gosh, yeah.
0: You've seen that, right? No,
1: I still haven't seen it.
0: Okay. Well, anyways, we were both, like, we didn't want to go to the party afterwards, because we didn't also want to spoil anything for anyone, because we right. saw it opening night, and the party was opening night. And so he's like, I'm not drinking. And I'm like, if I drink anything, it's going to be like just a can or a bottle of beer. So I'll just pick up one. And so we picked up one of our friends on the way and she wanted to drink a little bit. So he went in and just got a six pack of Angry Orchard. And so I was like, I'll just snag one bottle from you if I drink anything. Because he was like, I'll just drive back. And he goes, it's no big deal. Because I had left my car on campus when we met. Right. And so we get over to the party, and not three to five minutes later, my friend has already downed three Angry Orchards.
1: <laughs> Oof.
0: <laughs> and I was like, okay, guess I'm the one driving. And so I grabbed his keys from him, and I'm sitting there, now I'm at this party where I had kind of planned to get a little bit... Now I'm totally sober, and I'm like, "Hmm." I understand what it's like for sober people to be at parties now. And so oh. as we're getting, so as I'm getting everyone to leave, he had just those three beers. As we're leaving, he throws up in the parking lot. Oh, gosh. and he is messed up. And I'm like, oh. I'm like, holy crap. What did I sign up to do? <laughs> but yeah, I, you've seen, you've been around me a couple times when I drink. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, 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 a good amount, and there's other people that we're gonna talk to that that I'm gonna talk to in this podcast that have seen me drink a good amount, but right. I've never thrown up. Right, you've never.
1: That's so. I've crazy. had some
0: hangovers, never terrible, terrible ones. Besides the one where the I had the party at my house, right. That one I had a really good hangover the next day. I didn't do anything <laughs> the next day because my really head good. hurt. Really good. But Aww. other than that, like I've been really lucky drinking i don't know if it's just because i have a high tolerance because i have a belly or
1: (laughs) i don't honestly i just i can't believe you've never puked from drinking i just i don't know i think i've done it too many times now that it's just like in my (laughs) it's it's just a part of my drinking now
0: (laughs) so does the drinking have like does your illness have a negative effect on the drinking because i know like there's Um... definitely foods you can't eat
1: Right. So sometimes it, it really depends. Honestly, it depends. there's a hair in my mouth. (sighs) There we go. Um, it depends. I like how my colitis is like just in general during that like time period. Um, Alcohol can definitely make it worse, but there are some times when it doesn't affect it a lot. Um, it can definitely make it worse the next day, um, but honestly, it's not its not too bad. So it really depends on if I'm going through like a harder time, like a flare-up time, or if I'm not. Then, it, it, you know, it, it's here and there. It's kind of a hit or miss. It's kind of like I don't know what will happen, but I guess we'll find out situation.
0: <laughs> so for those who don't know, tell them what colitis is.
1: Oh, okay, so a lot of people have heard of Crohn's disease, which it's basically the same thing, but it's a different part in my GI tract. So it's an autoimmune and auto inflammatory disease and it affects like my whole GI tract, but it means I have like ulcers in my colon. But I also have ulcers like different parts. Like I'll get canker sores a lot. Um and so because it's an autoimmune disease, my body is constantly attacking itself. So like I don't have a good immune system. I get sick all the time. I'm fatigued all the time. Um, I'm usually in pain, but you know, I mean, it's just like, it's here and there, but you know, it's just like, you know, you just keep on keeping on. It's nothing, I guess. Like, you know, I can't really do anything about it. I'm on medicine, but it's just, and there's certain foods I can't eat and it changes a lot too. Like there'll be foods with that I've eaten before. And then out of nowhere, it will just like destroy me. Like I had McDonald's breakfast like two days before I graduated and I was just puking everywhere. Like I was in so much pain. It was awful. Uh, it it just you know it just happens out of nowhere sometimes. Uh, a lot of dairy is not good for me. Um, anything really spicy is not good for me. But I'm obsessed with cheese, so it's so hard for me <laughs> to cut dairy out because I love cheese so much. I love cheese.
0: So. Because you found out about that right about the time we all met, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that is one of the reasons why you stopped doing the Miss USA pageant stuff, right? Yep. That's what I'm... Okay, just making sure I had everything lined up right. So... Yep. Now, talk about the, layo- the layoff from going from doing it to not doing it, now going back to doing it. What's the hardest thing besides working out, trying to – what's the hardest mental thing right now?
1: Oh, oh, well, working out is the hardest thing. I can tell you that because I have not done that yet. And girls prepare so far in advance when working out. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I really need to get my stuff together. But besides that, it's it's kind of, I guess, money and just kind of trying to figure out what – I know this sounds like really annoying, but even trying to figure out like what you're going to wear and just kind of like preparing –
0: well, you're going to wear your day. makeup, your hair, all of that.
1: I don't even have any of that figured out yet. I mean, it's not until the end of September, so I have a long time. You know, I, I have all summer. But um, I think I, I the biggest thing is just trying to be prepared and to make all the payments and then to just, oh, these lights keep going out. Um, just being, I guess, prepared and getting, I, I guess, you know, getting a hotel ready out there, making sure I'm going to have enough time to do this and that. But I think preparing for interviews is another a whole other thing. Cause it's like, I like talking. I don't, I like, I like talking a lot and I just always have to remember it's, it's just like talking to people. It's like talking to friends, you know? And I think it's just hard cause I have such bad anxiety. So I always get so anxious and sweaty before and I talk really fast, but when I'm really chill, then I do really well. But I, it's, it's hard not to work myself up, but The interview is definitely the the most challenging part only because you have to be yourself. But when you're sitting in front of judges or standing in front of judges, you're just kind of like nervous. But at the same time, it's
0: just you're human, you know. Mm -hmm. So. Is there any. So now do you go on? Will you go on any diets going up ahead of time?
1: Uh, Honestly, (laughs)
0: Well, because I'm asking I because you, I've heard interviews where people, where girls that do the Arnold classic, the bodybuilding aspects. I, don't, I
1: haven't heard of that. To be honest, like, that's a really good question because so many people go on diets, but I think what I'm mostly going to do, cause I mean, it's not, I eat, I like eating healthy in a way, if that makes sense. Like. I could eat fruit and veggies as my snacks all the time. But I also am, like, obsessed with chocolate and, like, carbs and stuff. I've You're a normal person. <laughs> right. It's, like, it's a normal. Um, but to be quite honest, I think I just need to have a solid workout routine um, and have solid times where I eat. Because a lot of times I won't eat breakfast or I'll skip lunch, not on purpose, but because I'm working or just something. It's just kind of, like, my time. Like, I, I was just eating three hot dogs and it's like 10, it's like almost 11. yeah. Right. So it's like my eating schedule is always off. I just need to make sure just like my skincare routine that I have like consistency. So I need to work out, you know, a couple times a week and I just need to have protein. I think protein is like my biggest thing is I need to actually like have protein and like have like smoothies with protein in them and stuff like that. So I can build muscle, but also like not eat, Like uh, a Snickers bar for breakfast, you know, (laughs) to actually kind of be healthier. And it's good because the more organic I eat, the better it is for my body. I mean, that's, I guess, in general for anybody, but especially for my colitis. Like, I found the more organic stuff I eat, the it's just, it's like I don't have problems when I eat mostly organic things. So, that's also another thing I need to do is be more organic. Ugh that word.
0: (laughs) Waiting for vegans to start running out of the...
1: Right, I'm like (laughs) looking in my backyard. They're going to like hop out of my grill or something like that. (laughs) Come chase after me.
0: So the next, you did say the next one is in September. What pageant is that?
1: That's the state pageant. So that's Miss Michigan USA. And whoever wins that goes to Miss USA.
0: That'll be next year then around this time. There is it always... Yep. Okay. That's it's usually
1: it. always in May, yeah. I mean at least the past couple of years it's been always in May. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So so tar- so if you win the prelim, you win no so if you win Miss Michigan, mm-hmm. you go on to Miss USA. What does Miss USA go on to? Miss Universe. And that is against all the countries in the world. Yep. Why isn't it called Miss World? Or something like because
1: that? There's already a Miss World.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, Miss Universe was first, though I think. Yeah, Miss Universe was first, but there's like, Miss Universe, Miss World, Miss Earth. There's like
0: <laughs> so Miss, many. Miss Miss Universe. Things. Now that you're saying it, sounds a lot better than Miss Earth.
1: Yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> uh, Miss Universe just sounds fun.
0: And so now, is Miss Not- Universe considered to be the number one or the highest level?
1: Yeah, honestly, it's honestly it's because it's the most popular, to be quite honest. Um, and it, it's because it was, like, the first of its kind. So it never lost that, like, it, you know, it being first. You know, it mm-hmm. never lost that. And it's got the most, like, I guess, consistency. Um, Miss World is another huge one, though. I mean, Miss Earth is still a big one, too. Um, there's Miss, like, International, which is also another big one. Those are all pretty big, but Miss Universe, the Miss Universe organization seems to be kind of like the top tier. And they're all different in their different ways. They all have different things, different ways of doing things. But Miss Universe has been the most popular. And it, and because it's always broadcasted on TV, it's just always been, I guess, the most popular.
0: I get it. I get it. it all right. I don't really know what else we can go on with here.
1: I don't know. My phone's almost dead.
0: So this is so. probably perfect timing.
1: Probably a good good place to end, but I had a lot of fun. We'll have to do this again.
0: Oh, for sure, because I only have, like, five people I'm going to rotate, and so I'm going to need to have repeats.
1: (laughs) Sounds good. I am all about it. I am all about it.
0: So hopefully we'll be able to see each other soon, even though you're on the opposite side of the state.
1: Yeah, we'll be able to. We'll visit back and forth. We'll figure something out.
0: Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. I can't go long without seeing Mama Kelly.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, that, well, that was her uh, nickname in fam. Exactly. I'm still Mama Kelly. On my actually on my resume or not my resume, my judge's bio for my like for the pageants and stuff, it'll usually say like you uh use three words to describe yourself and one of them I always put is mom. Cuz I don't know, I'm usually always the mom of the friend groups and stuff, you know what you I mean? You so, definitely are. Yeah. So that's All right. that, that's so funny.
0: Well, thank you for being guest number 1.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: And I miss you. I hope we get to see each other soon. Yes. And I'm going to stop recording. All right. Thank you, Alex. As I have said, Alex has been a wonderful friend for the last three years. She is definitely one of the kindest, most sweetest person, people I have ever met in my life. So make sure you go follow her on Twitter at Alex Kelly, A-L-E-X-K-E-L-L-Y-Y-Y-Y, four Y's on the end. Make sure you go follow her there. Her Twitter is always full of dogs and other things. She loves her dogs as you heard her talking to her dogs throughout the podcast a couple times as they were barking. And then make sure you follow all things Quad Hunting Productions. You can go to our Wix website. I think if you just search Quad Hunting Productions, you should find the website. It has, that's the most up-to-date platform you'll find everything on. It has all the sports videos, all the gaming videos, my quadcasts, which are my sports podcasts. And then Jacob talks to girls and also has some of my photography work as well. Make sure you check that out, and that'll keep you up to date on all things quad hunting. Otherwise, you can go individually to all of my different things. You can go to Quad Hunting Sports and Quad Hunting Gaming on YouTube to keep up with the videos there. You can make sure to drop in on Anchor, which is where I primarily host this podcast. these podcasts. They will get put out in different forms as well throughout different um, podcast apps in such as time goes on. But Anchor right now is my home for these podcasts. Make sure you go over to Anchor and also search either Quadcast or Jacob Talks to Girls. And you should find them as well. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at hunting Jacob. I will be getting a Quadcast page, our Twitter and a Quad Hunting Productions Twitter. I'll be getting some other Twitters going and I'll let you know as those come. But until next time, I have been Jacob Quad Hunting. Alex Kelly was our wonderful, beautiful guest. Make sure you follow her and keep up to date with her stuff. And next week, I'm not sure who the guest is going to be yet, but I have many different, well, not many. I have five, like I said to Alex, five girls who have said they would love to be regular members on this podcast. And so I will just pick one of them and we will go from there. So until then, I will see you guys all next time.